Our gospel text is probably one of those most folks are familiar with. The phrase, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God is particularly memorable because Jesus uses very provocative, very imaginative language. You almost just can't help but form an image in your head of the pathetic futility of a camel trying to get through the eye of a little needle. Now, sadly... Jesus' teaching is routinely used to beat up the rich, to make them feel guilty for doing well, for being blessed, for getting ahead. Now let's be clear. Jesus does not condemn those who are materially successful. He warns of the serious dangers of wealth as the young man in the gospel experienced when he chose his wealth over his unique call to discipleship and went away deeply sad, a sadness he probably carried with him for the rest of his life. But Jesus does not condemn wealth. Now this is important to keep in mind as our culture continues its slow decline to a degree that many today are beginning to whine that it's not fair that they have, that so few have so much and the rest of us don't have as much as they do. You ever hear that? But they never bothered to consider that one of the reasons some have done so well is because they chose to make sacrifices early on in their lives to position themselves, either through pursuing an education or starting at the bottom in a business world, and then they took risks so that they could accumulate the wisdom and experience that would enable them to achieve what they did, while quite frankly, many others would not enter into that kind of effort, they would not make such sacrifices, and they would not take any risks. And today, with our government's blessing, many look with suspicion on those who do well. Politicians are listening to the whiners, crying out that we have to address the issue of income inequality by redistributing wealth as if that is the corrective for a lack of personal initiative and personal responsibility for the choices one makes in life. Even, sad to say, in some of the country's school systems, we see a, a, a movement that discourages personal initiative, hard work, and getting ahead. Some think it is better to create a bland mediocrity, where everyone has to be made to feel special, where everyone gets a medal, everyone gets a certificate, everyone gets a gold star just because they breathe. And no one should be allowed to shine brighter than another, lest the feelings of the less talented or those who do not put forth the effort to achieve are offended. Now, is Jesus restricting his statement that it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God to just the materially wealthy? And he would say yes. 
I would like this morning to suggest that people can be very wealthy, indeed filthy rich, in ways other than material wealth. I once knew a man who was very rich in bitterness and resentments. He constantly complained to anyone who would listen how unfair life treated him, that no one ever gave him a break. He clung to past hurts and slights, or what he perceived to be hurts and slights. And he recounted them over and over again with such passion that in retelling the stories, his emotions were as raw as if these events had just occurred. He was lavishly rich in the prison of anger that he committed himself to and was furious when people would not indulge his excursions into self-pity. He was super rich and clinging to an evil spirit of unforgiveness which only sealed his imprisonment. Forgiveness is the only key that can unlock a prison built with such wealth. I knew a man who was very rich in religious arrogance. Every priest was measured by his standards of excellence, and he constantly complained with absolute piety, of course, when no priest met his standards. He insisted that every layperson should always fold their hands in a certain precise way, when they're inside church, that everyone should kneel on both knees when they received Holy Communion, and no one should ever, ever receive the host in their hand, but only consume it on their tongue. This wealth of religious arrogance came, as all forms of arrogance do, from a refusal to acknowledge that he, like the rest of us, must accept a fundamental truth we do not like and we try so hard to ignore. We are flawed beings. We are fallen creatures, perpetually tempted to believe we are gods, and deep down we feel we must be accorded the unquestioned respect and obedience appropriate to a god. And wandering in the blindness that his wealth of arrogance created, he continued to rail against all in the church who did not meet his expectations, and he could never quite understand that he was the source of his own intense loneliness. I have known a number of people incredibly wealthy in envy. And they so easily turn into green-eyed monsters when they see others prosper. Very often they attack, ridicule, gossip, belittle those they are envious of as if those people had no right to have what they do. 
that it was unfair for them to have so much, not even considering it came through great sacrifices, delaying immediate gratification for long-term goals, perseverance, shrewdness, and sheer hard work. But you know, it takes a great deal of commitment, time, and energy to grow rich in envy. There is, however, a dreadful price to be paid. Wealth in envy produces poverty in gratitude, a deficit in thanksgiving, an utter bankruptcy in seeing the blessings that one has and thanking God for those blessings. Envy can negate the work of the Holy Spirit in the soul of the believer. Yes, says Jesus, the materially rich do have an ever-present danger. Does their financial wealth control them, or are they in control of their financial wealth? But might I suggest for our reflection this coming week, and possibly for a good confession, that whatever form our wealth may take, we all face the same danger? Do we control it, or does it control us? Jesus is warning that it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God applies to all kinds of wealth.